Hey everybody, welcome to episode 50. Right, yes, episode 50. <laughs> <laughs> right? That's because that's because numbers are meaningless and arbitrary. Yes. Is that how, yes. Is that how things work? Apparently. Um good. Glad. Alright, I gotta stop stop the stop this episode with a disclaimer. Um I currently have a sinus infection, just like the first episode. Con crud or something. And right? I am on it's not Gen Con. It's not Gen Con, yeah. It's, um, I'm on some medication, so if I say dumb things like I have to stop this episode with a disclaimer. Yeah. Uh, okay, well, we are going to talk about Gen Con 50. Uh, here we go. do the hustle yeah <laughs> yeah okay so what do you what do you want to talk about here john do you you want to so, i'm sorry hang on a second can i like stop the light sensor on my macbook okay so it's like sunset time and i can see if i lean slightly i can see the reflection of the sun in my screen like exactly where the light sensor is on this macbook so every time i move it, so just it's don't move. changing brightness on the screen. You sure it's not really, the medicine? It's just not like uh, I'm not having a stroke. You. I'm gonna just turn my brightness all <laughs> the way up. Do you smell toast? No. Okay. So I put it on like manual brightness, and now we're good. Uh, what were we talking about? Gen Con. Gen Con fifty. Gen Con and fifty. An arbitrary numbering. It's. I mean, it's not really an arbitrary number. I mean, it is, but it's not. So the numbering for Gen Con is weird. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, because Gen Con was officially established in 1968. Right. But there have been multiple Gen Cons in some years, correct? There have been multiple Gen Cons in some years. Okay. But, so here's here's the weird thing, right? Okay. So, the, the first quote-unquote Gen Con uh, that was held in Lake Geneva, um, Geneva Convention, do you get the joke, uh, was in 1968, right? Right. Established okay. by Gary Gygax. Right. The year before that, they had a mini convention in 1967. But, but it was not Gen Con. It was not Gen Con. And if you actually look up the history of Gen Con, that one's referred to as Gen Con Zero. Okay. Or like retroactively has been referred to as but Gen retroactively. Con Retroactively. So here's here's an additional problem then. How can this be Gen Con 50 if 50 years ago Gen Con Zero? The issue that I'm having here is there's been way more than 50 Gen Cons, individual conventions, and this isn't the 50th year. Because there were some years that there was like Gen Con West. Right. There's Gen Con West. There was also like Gen Con Europe. Was... Oh, hold on. Right. The list of audio devices connected to the operating system has been changed. Well, you know what? I'm going to keep fixing my mic here. Something's something's gone wrong with my microphone stand. Uh, well, I've just <laughs> lo completely lost. Hold on. Oh I'm having some problems. I was taking here. video right now. <laughs> I'm having some problems here. Hopefully none of this is recording. Let me, let me click this yes box to open... Audio preferences. Hang on just a second. That sounded like a tribble. All right. So Gen Con 50. It was. I don't understand how they can call this the 50th Gen Con when it wasn't. But. Well, and next year would officially be the 50th. It'd be the 50th year, but it still wouldn't be the 50th Gen Con. Right. But next year would be the official 50th anniversary of Gen Con. All I'm saying is at some point someone sat down and said, we got to skip a year. 
to make these numbers come out right. Right. So, yeah, anyway, we've been gypped, everybody. This wasn't yep. Gen Con 50, we've but anyway, tricked. we've been tricked so that they would it's sell the out. the 50th anniversary of Gen Con Zero. But anyway, so. I mean, you know, when you start counting at zero, this should be 51. Um, I don't think right? you can't start counting at zero. You can if you're a computer. Or, yeah. um, but we're any, not anyway. But anyway, so, so you just want to talk about the fancy stuff that you bought, uh, our Gen Con haul, yes. I believe is what people do. We don't have Gen enough Con. time to talk about my, uh, haul. no. So I've just picked a few things that I thought were cool that we call Jared notables. Yep. Um, but so Jared, what will you call your Gen Con game of the year or whatever? Jared's game. of the See, year. See, that's not really fair. Because there wasn't really a single game that I was like, oh my God, I'm so excited about that one game. Really? I have that one. I feel like there is one that you talked about more than any others. You're talking about Paramedics Clear? Probably that one and Starfinder uh, were like your big... I mean, you didn't get Starfinder there because it sold out faster well, than Well, I got it while I was there. You did. You ordered it So, I mean, so that was technically... Still... I just put my sunglasses on. He did. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like I need a picture. I have a sinus infection and everything hurts. Um, Yeah. So I wasn't excited about Starfinder at all. And then at origins, I went to like a little panel that they had about Starfinder and like running Starfinder events. And uh, I made the mistake of getting excited about it. So now I've got it. I've got Starfinder. We've got stuff. And uh, at some point you're going to have to get a book and we're going to play it. But. I don't, yeah. I don't know if you're going to spend $50 on a book for a game you might not even like. Oh, it seemed like it. a jaundy thing. I mean, I bought two Dungeons and Dragons 5th edition books and I played it like twice. Mm, you played it more than that. Yeah, probably more than that, but Well, what are your uh, what what are you What's on your list here? I mean, I see it, but I don't want to read it to people cuz it's your list. Well, um And I'll just interject with sassy things. Yeah, you probably will. I mean, should I start with the things I'm least excited about or the things I'm most excited about? I don't care which way you want to do it. Oh, my God. Of course you don't care. Well, it's your list. I know which way I'm going to talk about my list. I'm just going to go straight down the middle. Well, straight down the middle. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. How does that work? Um, Okay. Well, I guess the thing that... Okay. I'll talk about the things I spent the the most money on. How's Uh, that? Okay. Is your your husband going to listen to this episode? Oh, he knows how much I spent. Oh, you told him how much it cost? Okay. I did. I okay. did. Um, so I spent the most money on, and I've probably never spent this much money on a game ever, was the Dragoon Gold Edition. And uh, I don't regret it. I probably spent way too much money on it, and I have no regrets whatsoever. But I feel like if you're going to spend money on a game about d- dragons hoarding their treasure, you need the metal dragons. Yeah. You just you just need them. What is this the same as the one that I have, where one of them is twenty four karat gold yep. and another one's like the bronze, bronze. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. So they did a reprint of it. Um, the one from Kickstarter originally was this one. Then probably. Yeah. This isn't like a, all of them are gold or something like that. Yeah. No. Okay. Um. It's just this was they did a reprint of that and then the Kickstarter like in. The, I know the most recent Kickstarter they offered a plastic version. They did, but I didn't want the plastic right, version. I, I, I feel like you. if you're gonna have that game, you need, you need that. Yeah, and I have the expansions coming in metal as well. Yeah, I didn't. They didn't. I don't think they had the expansions at. The, I don't think they're the ready. Booth. They're not. 
Because they were like, well, we don't have the expansions. And I was like, I don't need the expansions. Yeah. And they were like, well, do you want us to show you the game? And I was like, nope, played it. I don't have time. I'll take the box. <laughs> yep. Uh, mine came with a box. Um, mine also came in a box. Uh, Larry only has the bag. No, his came with a box. It's just it also comes with a bag. And oh, okay. He carries like it in the, the box, it has a bag. But... Yeah, yeah. Mine has a bag as well. Yeah. Larry has the same version that I have. Yeah, so I spent way too much money on it, and I have no regrets whatsoever. So super excited about that. So, uh, yeah. Uh, so I spent the most money on that and, uh, I brought it home, told my husband how much I spent and he was like, that's mine, by the way. And I said, it's ours. And he goes, nope, it's mine. <laughs> so apparently it's his game, but, uh, that's okay. Yeah. So do you want to talk about one of yours? Um, well, I don't have nearly as many listed. Okay. So here's what happened, right? I bought a lot of things at Gen Con. So many, in fact, that. Um, I don't want to list them all. Well, we don't have time. Yeah. We, and have we time. don't have to talk about all. Mine. No, no, it's fine. I don't care. Anyway, I bought a lot of stuff, but, uh, I guess the ones that I'm most excited about, if I have to, I'm going to start with Ex Libris. It's a, <laughs> it's about a library and this sold out. That one actually sounds really cool. I am. I'm excited about that one too, but I tried to get that one. Um, but I, since I was working for an exhibitor, I only had so much time to shop. And they, yeah. because that one was so limited, they wouldn't pre-sell to exhibitors beforehand, which is fair. It's very fair. Um, it's more than fair. So they weren't running out of the games for people that were shopping um, during exhibit hall hours. Yes. So. Okay, so it's not really about a library. I mean, it is, but you're, you collect rare books. You're a gnome and you collect rare books and there's all kinds of little miniatures different monsters and stuff that you can um play with and um what was what was explained to me was the game itself was designed in a way that they had all these extra characters and stuff and they were going to take it out mm -hmm. they decided not to uh hold half of the content for an expansion and just released it all together as one big thing and uh, Sarah from Renegade was like, it's like there's expansions inside the box, which no, you know, when companies say there's expansions included, unless the expansion has been previously offered elsewhere as an actual expansion is not an expansion. It's just part right, of the game. Right. It's just part of the game. I think we talked about that whenever we I bought did. the uh, high tide game. Yeah. It says it, it includes four expansions. No, it doesn't. It just includes four play variations. Yes. Yes. Now there's, there's one person that's planning on retheming Ex Libris into Ex Ludos. They're going to make a board game about collecting board games and organizing board games. I think the library theme sounds cooler. Yeah. But I think I remember when Renegade was talking about this game because my mother-in-law is a librarian. And I remember telling her that I thought that she would enjoy the game. I don't think she, she would. She loves anything that's library themed, even if she wouldn't actually play it. Okay. She collects library stuff. Um, her, she has a village that she puts under her Christmas tree. That's the whole village is nothing but libraries. <laughs> I think it's kind of fun. So, uh, yeah. Ex Libris. Ex Libris. Yes. From um, the uh, second most expensive and zero regret game that I got. Um, we've talked about how much I love the above and below game. Yes. And I really regret not having the Kickstarter edition of above and above and below. So I skipped buying near and far in the store, went to their booth at 
Gen Con because at Origins they had said they would have the Kickstarter edition at Gen Con and they did so about it. Uh, so you have now. Let me let me make sure that I understand something correctly. So you you bought the Kickstarter version of Near and Far at Gen Con yes. this year. Yes. But did you also not buy the Kickstarter version of Above and Below from them at Origins? No, they didn't have it. Oh. And I already owned Above and Below. Okay. So I didn't need two copies of Above and Below. Above and Below. Above and Below. below. Um, I already had Above and Below. Okay. Um, I am thinking about ordering. I didn't do it at Gen Con because I was having trouble deciding to pull the trigger on this. What do I keep bumping here? Oh, it's the actual mixer. I am considering going to Meeple Reality's website and ordering the token sets for both games. They're like 60 bucks per okay. set. That seems... It seems like a lot. And in the past, I have never bought upgrades for any of my games. Well, you've seen you've seen what i do yeah yeah <laughs> i think that you're giving me your sickness <laughs> it's not a sickness i just <laughs> but you know i do i do have these these game i do have above and below on my 10 by 10 and i feel like near and far is going to end up going on my 10 by 10 for next year yeah so having those upgrades are going to be really cool and i looked at the meeple reality upgrades and it makes it so you don't have to play the game with all the little chits you get to play with all the all the little fishes and all that stuff they're actually like little meeples and i think it really adds something to the game and if you're gonna play with such a beautiful game anyway why not add that extra layer of awesome sure so i'm really thinking about ordering those from meeple reality sure sure so if i'm gonna spend that much money on a game anyway why not add an extra 60 bucks well i can think of several reasons um uh, well talking about somebody that spent so much on games anyway come on so going into gen con everybody knew there were some mysterious announcements that some people were not allowed to make uh one of those was clank in space right there was a it was a super secret super secret surprise of gen con clank in, it's clank but in space and i've heard that some people have said they feel like it's somewhat a reskin, but other people say it's not. Yeah, so it, it, I would say it's about 80% a reskin, but there's a couple of new mechanics. Um, mm -hmm. For example, the thing that I like to do... Oh, look, Tabby's getting brave. Um, the thing Tabby's that, his new kitty. The thing that I like to do where you just kind of ruin the game for everyone by going down, getting the first treasure, and leaving. That's super mean. It's sort of mitigated in the new the new one. Well, she's getting... She is. Just, let's just ignore her and see what she does. Uh, um, so you got to get key cards from certain areas, unlock other areas. So you can't just like dip in, dip out and let everybody else die. But primarily if, if you've played clank and you don't like clank, you're not going to like clank in space. Clank is awesome. It's also on my 10 by 10. Yes, it is. I think. Yeah. I, th I think yeah. it is. Yeah. Well, what other game is on your 10 by 10 that you're about to talk about in all caps here? Um, well, terraforming Mars. It's on my 10 by 10. And this is another one where in the past I never have really uh, pimped out a game before. And Terraforming Mars, I bought the game trays at uh, when we went to Geekway to the West. And at the time they told me that Daedalus was going to be coming out with an organizer that went along with the game trays. And so I was really interested in the organizer and uh, so I went ahead and bought the organizer. Tabby left. She did. She got growled at by one of your other kitties. You didn't hear that? 
Mm-hmm. Okay. So anyway, I, I went ahead and bought the organizer at, at Gen Con, um, which the organizer itself is, uh, it's stained and Oh, it's stained. Why didn't you get one that was not? (laughs) You should have asked for a refund. (laughs) Anyway, and it comes with like game trays that fit inside of it. So it's really easy to get your your money pieces and stuff out of it. Because instead of being like square in the bottom, it, it becomes rounded. So I really like that feature to it. So I really, you know, I was really excited about that. And then in addition to that, um, the, the, sorry, I'm having trouble finding my words here. Um, cubes. Yeah. I bought the metal cubes, but they only had the bronze and the silver cubes. And they told me that they had, and this was top shelf gamer because they were sharing a booth with game trays. And I was told that they had the gold cubes, but they were just out of them. I think you should just email them or tweet tweet or them. I probably am. Um, I was going to that day, but I was just irritated. Um, Their website says that in testing that the gold cubes didn't, didn't test right and that they didn't, the color didn't differentiate enough from the silver cubes in low light. And so at this time, they're not going to be making the gold cubes. Do you think that this room is considered low light? I would think so. You don't think you can tell the difference between gold and silver in this lighting? According to them, no. So I'm slightly annoyed because I don't want to play with the really nice metal cubes next to the really crappy plastic cubes that come with the game. I don't think they're that crappy. I mean, they're nice. They're not nice because they're chipped everywhere. Like out of, straight out of the box. Jeez. Um, straight out of the box, they were chipped everywhere. Um, but anyway, I have scoured the internet trying to find other metal gold cubes. I cannot find them anywhere um, other than jewelry ones that have holes in them. So if anybody listening to this podcast can find the 10 millimeter gold cubes, uh, metal ones, let me know because I would love to get them. Um, because that's all I'm missing to finish accessorizing my terraforming Mars. Well, I bought photosynthesis from, from Blue, Blue Orange. Orange. I've heard that's a great game. Um, it's going to be uh, an amazing game. It's going to sell through all of their quantities at retail. But you didn't hear that from me. So if you're a retail store and you're not stocking this or other award-winning Blue Orange games... Too bad for you. They do have really good games. They do. Fantastic. They really do. Um, King Domino. King Domino one spiel. Spiel. If you don't know what spiel is, it is uh, basically it's the game of the year award. It is the. It's the game award. Of the year award. <laughs> if you win spiel, you have a winner. But yeah, I, we got photosynthesis. It's a little game about. Oh, I don't know. Trees, maybe. Plants. Plants. Um, your next one. Oh, yeah. <laughs> it's a little game that it's a takes it's a, really it's long a little game, a little game, very small box. Um, oftentimes this game will get lost in someone's collection because it's just so small. Twilight Imperium Four. So uh, about two days before Gen Con, 
Fantasy Flight was like, oh, by the way, we're releasing Twilight Imperium 4th Edition and we'll have some Edge income. I have heard that this is supposed to streamline the game a little bit. No. Oh, sorry, there's a cat sneezing somewhere in this house. No, so they're, they're doing the same thing that they've done before where they say that they've streamlined the tech tree. And I think also now there's only two paths to victory. Look, all I know is I love Twilight Imperium. I love first edition. I love second edition. I love third edition. And I feel like I'm probably going to love fourth edition. I've never played. And honestly, the 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 fact that everybody says it takes so long to play kind yeah. of makes me not ever want to play. Well, if you want to watch people play it at our Extra Life event, hopefully that will be a thing that happens. Well, you know, since it's a 24-hour event, that'd probably be the place to play. It would be. So, uh, yeah. Um, the next one on my list is one that we both got uh, because I bought it for both of us is uh, Sparkle Kitty. Yes. Um, it's basically Uno with sparkly kitties. I don't, I don't know what else to say about it. We both got it because it's sparkly princess kitties. Well, so I, I messed with it a little bit at Origins. They came by and showed it off. Wrecking Games. Yeah. Um, yeah. At the Indie Game Alliance booth. I looked at it and I thought it was really cute. The art is adorable. Um, and I mean, there's more to it than just Uno. Or I probably wouldn't have even fallen for yeah. it for just sparkly kitties. But uh, I could, I mean, it's really cute. So I think it'll be a fun little game to play whenever you don't want to think too hard and need like a game to just sit around and play with your friends. So or with uh, nieces and nephews or anything like that. Yeah, I mean, it's an okay theme. I mean, it's kind of weird. I feel like there's definitely going to be some people that are turned off by the theme, but just give it a shot. Right, I mean, it's not going to be a game to play with, like, your hardcore gamer friends no, no, or no. anything. Uh, the next game we also messed with at Origins, and I bought two copies of, one for you, one for me. Uh, so for for Tradesies. For Tradesies, uh, yeah. Codenames, Duet. Yeah, that one is definitely a win. That was... Yes. It, it, it plays differently than regular Codenames. Uh, but it's great and highly recommended. Yeah. I don't think we need to talk about it a lot because we've already talked about we it. We have. So. We have. I don't understand what you've got going on here. What do you mean? Your next thing. It's not a game, but it's it not. was part of my Gen Con haul, and I'm I, I, we don't have to talk about it. Okay. We can skip it. Well, we can do whatever you want here. I bought a t-shirt with a cat burglar. It's a cat. It's a per burglar stealing cats from... A um, a uh, vault, uh, like a bank vault full of kitty cats, and it's really cute. Yep. That's pretty much it. And I bought a tea turtle stuffed animal. It's a reversible octopus. Uh, yep. Because <laughs> I'm an adult. And I could buy stuffed animals. Well, you guys know how much I love playing games that can be played as role-playing games, even if they're not designed to be role-playing games. Uh, one of the most fun ones is Sheriff of Nottingham so mad i tried to get that and it sold out there was a box of four different little mini expansions modules released called sheriff of nottingham merry men from arcane wonders i stood in line for that picked up another game while i was in the line viral because for some reason i like i like games with that kind of theme you do i wasn't really planning on picking it up it was on my like eh i don't know but then the guy working the booth gave me the elevator pitch in the in the in the line and sold me on it. 
So that's all it takes, guys. All it takes for you to get me to buy your game is to stand in your booth and tell me, you know, spend a minute talking to me about your game. He's not lying. Oh, I'm going to mark this off. Why do you have asterisks? Because they were games. Why didn't we talk about this one when we were talking about the other two parts of it? What? This one right here. Do you see what I'm doing? Um, yes. Okay. Because I forgot. Well, anyway, Johnny's going to talk about Terraforming Mars again for a second. Oh, yeah. I got the expansion, Hellas and Elysium. There. Okay. You also got Harry Potter expansion. I did. Harry Potter, the Monster Book of Monsters. Because my husband really, really likes that game. And um, I'm not a huge Harry Potter fan. I don't dislike it, but I'm not a huge fan. But my husband really really likes harry potter and i like deck building games so it's a good game for us to meet in the middle on. yep yep uh i got i bought a thing <laughs> i did not know you got this thing you didn't know that i got that i did not okay so a couple years ago pretzel games released this little game maybe you've heard of it called flick em up at their I booth i have yet to play that game oh well, maybe i own it um, at their booth, they had a giant oversized version of it with cowboy hats that you could wear to like demo it. <laughs> and I asked, yeah, I asked, is this giant version ever going to be made available? And they said, well, we don't currently have plans to make it available. Well, this year, they not only had plans to make it available, but it was available. It comes in a suitcase. Oh my God. And it's giant sized flick them up. I would say double double sized it's pretty heavy but you know what it's a really good game it's one of my favorites i love dexterity games please tell me we're gonna have this uh, for play at extra life. we 100 percent are gonna have this for play at our extra life event fantastic and now i'm not gonna start a rumor here but I asked when I was at the booth if there were any plans for a giant-sized version of junk art. And oh I was God. told we currently don't have any plans to produce a giant-sized version of junk art. But they once told you that but, about Flick'em yes, Up. But, yes, they also told me that about Flick'em Up. So, you heard it here first, folks. Next year. <laughs> so, will we wear cowboy hats when we play giant Flick'em Up? Do you own cowboy hats? Um, I could get a cheap one. Okay. Well, I don't have one at all, so... We'll see what we can do. Uh, we both also got this game, right? All right. Well, Buffy Legendary. Yes, Buffy Legendary. Um, I current. I okay. I loved the Buffy Legendary. So I really like the Legendary system, but I've never been super excited about any of the licenses that they've put on it. What about X Files? That's coming next year. Yeah. And that's going to be the Encounter system, which I don't love. As do you much. not want to believe then? I do want to believe. So, so, yeah, by the way, they, they announced this year that X-Files is going to be the next Legendary Encounters. Who so broke that news? Did somebody, did somebody break that news on Twitter? Uh, we did. <laughs> so if you follow us on Twitter, then you saw that news on Twitter. So I think yay. we were the first people to tweet about that. I believe we were, because I tweeted it as soon as Jason Brenner, Brenner announced it uh, at the party. Yeah, as soon as the audio played. Is it you making that noise, or is that a cat? Um, it was a cat first, and then oh. it was me. So, anyway. Sorry, there are cats in the studio today. There are. The studio kitchen. 
Um, but anyway, Buffy Legendary was um, the big Legendary release this year. And it's the first license that has been on the Legendary system from Upper Deck that I've been really excited about. I love the Legendary system and I enjoy playing it, but I, I don't know a lot about Marvel as I have never read a lot of Marvel um, comic books. And so it's always been like, well, I don't really know a lot about this character, but this game's really cool. Um, I didn't know a lot about Big Trouble in Little China. I tried to watch the movie and I had no idea what I was watching. Yeah, that happens even if you've seen the movie before. Yeah, I watched the movie twice and I was like, I don't get this. It's about a man in his truck. Yeah, I got that much. So the Buffy Legendary, um, I demoed it at Gen Con. And while by the end of four days, I was a little bit tired of the particular scheme that I was demoing. The cards all fit the characters great. And I'm really excited to play the other schemes and the other masterminds. Um, although in the game, they're called the Big Bad. Right, because that's what they were called in the show. In the show, yeah. Um, but it's fantastic. So if you like Buffy, even if you've never played Legendary, highly recommend giving it a try. Um, Jared won a copy of it at the party. Yes, so that's true. now he has to at least try it, even though he's not a huge fan of the Legendary system. That's true. I am a fan of Buffy, though. He is a fan of Buffy. So Well, I'm not so much a it. fan of Buffy as I am of Kendra. There we go. Kendra is the best vampire slayer. She's from Barbados. Unfortunately, she's, she's not, in the, not in the game. Uh, but it, it's a really good it's a really good version of Legendary. So we do have a copy of it in our board game library. And hopefully we will have a copy of it for play and win at some of our upcoming events. So um, if and it will be in stores in October. So if you didn't get a copy of it at Gen Con, look for it in stores in October. What about Shark Island? Shark Island is super fun. Um, it's a cooperative game unless you're playing the shark, in which case it's you against everybody else. And uh, definitely check it out also in stores, I believe, in October. Okay, so at AEG's Big Fun Night game box party, last year... A little bit of a disappointment. The year before that, a little bit less of a disappointment. Actually, this year was a disappointment for me because we didn't get a new map for trains. But I have never played trains. Um, well, if you like Clank, you'll probably like trains because it's the same thing, except instead of a monster, it's you build train tracks. Um, I really no, that's play, a joke. I really want to play trains. That's though. a joke. I'm, this year was not disappointing at all. Um, it came with a pirate game. Ooh, uh, I like pirates. Oath, Oath of Brotherhood. It came with a game called Cat Lady. I've heard it. I've heard that game's really fun. Yeah. And it came with some mad scientist game that nobody's talking about. So we're not going to talk about it either. And then it came with 60 seconds to save the world, which I really like. It's kind of like a portable, more portable version of pandemic. Okay. Um, it's cooperative, but you're not allowed to table talk. Like, you, okay, like you can, you can table talk, but not about what strategies you're going to do with the game. You okay, cannot talk explain. about the game. Well, so some kind of calamity has happened on the planet. There's different ones. There's an alien invasion. There's disease. There's stuff, other stuff. And, you know, just like in real life, let's use the current North Korea thing. I'm sure that our government has some kind of plan in place okay. to deal with North Korea. They're not sharing that with the citizens. They're not sharing that with other nations. Right. So in a real situation, each country has its own plan. They're not necessarily putting all their cards on the table. So in this game, you know, you've got three cards 
to solve this, the problem, there's a certain set of cards that have to be played. You can't say, all right, guys, on this turn, I'm playing this card. You just play the cards and hope that other people play their cards correctly as well. It's really interesting. I really liked it a lot. So let me ask you this. Is it a real-time game? No. Okay, because I was worried when you said 60 seconds because no. you know those stress me out. No, it's not a real-time game. Okay. Uh, I also got Rur. 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 A story of the coal trade. It's from Capstone Games, the sequel to Hospital Hosh, Connect. Hosh, Hosh what? It's, I don't know the translation of that. Hospital Hosh Connect. Connect? Yeah. Look, did I say it right? Hospital Connect? Yeah. Okay. Um, it's a German board game about coal mining. <laughs> okay. uh, and Rur is a sequel game to it. Okay. Uh, yeah, that's, I mean, I don't know what else to say about that. I don't okay. think you'd like that. Okay. You don't think I'd like it? I don't think that you'd like Rur, no. Okay. Fair enough. So Hospital Connect's uh, subtitle was Rur Valley. So this is... This is said valley. Got it. To pick up and deliver worker placement game about coal mining. I'm not sure I've played a lot of pick up and deliver. <laughs> um, you've played Firefly, right? Yep. And you played Space Movers 2021 or whatever <laughs> that game was. Oh, God. You know, I still think that game has potential. I, it does. We but played it totally wrong. Yeah, and you're going to have again. to give me like a year before we try it again. Yeah. Uh, we also got... Paramedics Clear, which you know we're excited about if you follow us on YouTube and etc. We posted a picture of us playing it um, with with very uh, realistic um, uh, f ancient firefighting gear in the background. Yes. <laughs> um, AKA not realistic firefight. It was it, it was ancient um, museum stuff. Uh, I also got Dragonfire, which is the Shadowrun Crossfire deck building game, but rethemed Dungeons and Dragons. I haven't had a chance to play it yet. I'm really excited about it, though. I like dungeon builders and I like D&D. And then uh, another hit game of the convention was Unearth. Oh, was everybody is posting pictures about yeah. that. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel on like that's day. one of the games of the year from Gen Con this I year. I really think so. I think Unearth, Ex Libris, Photosynthesis. Everybody's talking about Vast as well, even though that one's been out for so, a yeah, while. So yeah, Vast has been out for a while. There's a new one that they had some demo, very rough versions of. Um, it's going to be in a manor instead of a cave. Ooh. Yeah. That sounds interesting. Yeah. So we'll check that I out. I got Battle Kittens. Yes. Um, It's it's a really it's easy from game. from Ultra Pro, right? Yeah. But anyway, Larry and Megan uh, sat down with them before dinner. Um, one night we played on the sidewalk. Uh, while we were waiting to get into a restaurant. And uh, it was a fun little game. Um, she probably would have liked it better if it was Battle Puppies or something. but Because <laughs> she's a dog groomer. But uh, it was really fun. Um, it's it's kind of like um, like battling dojos of cats. Um, and there's like attributes that you're battling. But one of the attributes that it's going to be is hidden. So you it, And it's a drafting game. So you one of the attributes that you want... Um, your cats to have you don't know what it's going to be so you're just kind of guessing as you're putting together your dojo but it's really cute and then my last one was um a game that's been out for a little while called end of the line and uh jared and our friend john won't ever play it with me nope <laughs> but uh there are other people that absolutely i not. play games with that will play it with me so. oh yeah like who 
Well, Larry and Megan. Yeah, but they have one. They do have a copy of it. But other friends that I have that, that I oh, play games mm-hmm. with will play. Other friends. I do have other friends. <laughs> Jeez. Like my friends, um, um, Katie and Shane would uh-huh. play it. Maybe. They At might. least until they've played it once. <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep. It's a mean game. It is. But I like mean games, so. All right. Well, let's move on to Kickstarters. You want to talk about Kickstarters real quick? Uh, recipes? We can, yeah, we can come back to recipes or we can do recipes right now. We can do recipes right now. Well, let's do recipes right now. They're really easy because it's just one thing. It's just three things. Well, it's one thing, but you've changed the last word. Right. So it, since it was since we're doing a Gen Con theme, um, I'm doing recipes that involve dragon fruit. Um, dragon fruit is in season right now. If you just have, you just have to go to an Asian market in order to get it. So if you don't have an Asian market near you, um, unfortunately you won't be able to make these, but the recipes are on our website. Uh, you can either make dragon fruit, pineapple, stir fry, dragon fruit salad, or dragon fruit smoothie. So all of which sound amazing. All of them are very easy to make. Um, you just have to, when you make the dragon fruit, you do have to peel it and then cut up the dragon fruit into cubes in order to make the stuff. And then in order to make the smoothie, you do need a blender. So those are our recipes. Hooray. Okay. Now can we talk about Kickstarters? Yes, we can talk about Kickstarters. All right. Well, first one I want to talk about is Vegas Switch and Wagers, which we're going to be doing a video about soon. Yes, we do have a copy of it. Um, it's on Kickstarter right now. It's if you love Wits and Wagers, then you'll love this. It's the same game that you've come to love, except this time you can win by betting against yourself. <laughs> I don't know. If you've ever played Wits and Wagers, you kind of have an idea about how it works. You you don't have to know the answer to a trivia question. You just have to know that one of your friends maybe knows. So um this one kind of changes that a little bit in so much as this time you can bet against the house like you can at Vegas. So you're like, okay, well, these two people, their answers are pretty close together. They've been grouped over here. I'm going to bet on red, which, you know, it's like a roulette table or whatever. So either one of them could be correct, or you can bet on black. And so either one of those can be correct. Um, We're going to post a video here in the next few days, and um, you guys can check it out. Yep. Yep. It's got about a little over a week left, so um, it's pretty cheap buy-in. Yes, yes, it is. Uh, If you don't already have Wits and Wagers, you can get Wits and Wagers Party, which is the version that I would suggest. Definitely, because it's a party game. Yeah. So. Yeah. Or you could get it. You should be able to get it in most game stores. Yeah, Wits and Wagers Party Edition is available almost everywhere. It's pretty cheap. Yeah. So yeah. Definitely go check it out, and we should have a video of it soon. Soon. Yep. Yep. Uh, hopefully before the Kickstarter. Ends. <laughs> the hope. We also have a big event we're preparing for, so if it doesn't happen, we apologize. Yes. Um. Th- now I noticed that you put a Kickstarter in here that's already ended. I did not mean to, so we can just <laughs> skip that. We're going to. What's what is this? What do you got? Question marks here. So this one ends in about seventy hours, but it's really cool. Um, so if you, 
It is cool. It is so cool. It, it ends in 43 hours. It ends in 43 hours. So by the time you listen to this, you only got about a day left to go. Um, but you really should go check it out. It's called The Brigade. The board. It's a board game of fantasy firefighting. Hmm. Um, it is basically, it's it's kind of D&D meets, well, it's not a, it's not a role-playing game. It's like a D&D village with like D&D type fantasy characters. Oh no, oops, my finger slipped. Oh no, Jared just backed it. <laughs> um, <laughs> I knew he would. Um, it's 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 like D&D fantasy world meets firefighting and you're trying to keep this this village from burning down. And it's I watched the video and I was like this game is so cool. So, yeah, the brigade. Definitely go check it out. Uh, yeah. Oops, I accidentally backed it. No, um, <laughs> this was on my watch list, and I didn't realize it was about to end. Yeah, I was surprised that you hadn't backed it whenever I was looking at it because it it looked like a game that was seriously up your alley. It was on my remind me later thing that you can do with Kickstarter. Uh, we also have Unstable uh, Unicorns. What about Tim Flowers? This is his new game. Uh, which one is that? Now boarding. Oh yeah, that one's cool too. Tim Flowers You're, is his uh, new game. Building and his um, name's not Tim Flowers. It's Tim Fower. Fower. Fowers. Um, it is a you're building uh, an airline. Yeah. Which also seems like right up your alley, and it yeah, looks I, like a really solid game. Um, I backed this whenever it was uh, whenever he posted it because yeah. I I back all of his games. Yeah, it because um, they're all real good. It looks like a really solid game. So. Also, yeah, also, have, Jared, Jared approved and actually, recommended. I have all of his games. I have Paperback. I have Burgle Bros. I have Fugitive. I have. Oh, it's a Burgle Brothers. The guy yeah, who does. Yeah. Oh, um, yeah, that game is fantastic. I don't have Hardback, but I. You have Burgle Brothers. It. Yeah. You, I want to play that. Okay, well, it's super bad. You can order it at burglebros.com. Uh, now boarding by Tim Fowers. Yes. Yes. Um, and then Unstable Unicorns, the T-Fury game. T-Turtle. Yes. Sorry, T- not T-Fury. T- not T-Fury. T-Turtle. T-Turtle. Um, I've backed that one. Um, I was looking at it just briefly at uh, Gen Con whenever I was at their booth. Did you see their flyer for the Gen Con spe- special backing thing? No, I oh. did not. Well, I did that. Oh, cool. You get two black box versions of the game and then two copies of all the promos. Oh, okay. I just did. So if the... you want to split, split these, we'll talk about it later. Oh, do you get the NSFW I version as well? I think you get everything. Oh, I would maybe be willing we'll to find split out. these with you. We'll again. find out. Okay, yeah, right now I'm backing it at the NSFW version, where you just get the black box and the NSFW. Um, but yeah, we can talk about that later. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm currently backing it, um, because it looks really fun. Um, it's a party game. It is, it is. Um, I, when I saw that they were doing this at Gen Con, I was like, so is it the big thing for companies to, uh, like jump on the bandwagon and have a party game? Um, yes. The answer to that question is yes. (laughs) Like every company that's on the fringe of the nerd community is going to like do a party game. It's Um, because oatmeal exploding kittens happened. Yeah. This is the same thing that happened whenever, when Cards Against Humanity came out, everybody was like, oh, I can make a game with butthole jokes in it. (laughs) And everybody does. Yep. Yep. But Unstable Unicorns, I mean, I like the It also has butthole jokes. It does. It does. But you know what? I like the tea turtle art. And, um... Yeah, they're getting their in-house artist 
to yeah. um, to do the art and, for it. Oh, and I'm actually wearing one of their unicorn shirts today. I am wearing a Doctor Who shirt. So, so uh, yeah. Anyway. Why aren't you wearing your ECAD podcast shirt? Oh, uh, yeah, we do have an event. You blew it. We have an event tonight. Why aren't you wearing yours? Uh, because I'm at my house and can still change yeah, clothes. That's true. But anyway, so <laughs> that's all. That's all for tonight, folks. Yep. So this episode's a little short, but um, if you want to, hopefully it might be the next day after this goes up. Um, we did an event at a convention. We did a live recording. We're also going to have that episode audio available as a bonus episode. And it's mostly like... So if you didn't get enough out of this episode... It's mostly for like people that are really new to board games, but feel free to listen. Yeah, it was okay. It didn't go as bad as we thought it It wasn't as chaotic <laughs> and like worst idea ever that we thought it would be. Nope, but, not at uh, all. Yeah. And uh, until next time... Yep. You, you can, can eat chicken dice. Chin dice. <laughs>